This podcast is sponsored by Xgrowth. Xgrowth is the APAC ABM agency. If you and your organization are looking to land and expand enterprise mid-market deals, Xgrowth is the agency to help. Xgrowth works with a wide range of international and global technology vendors, service providers, and B2B SaaS companies. If this sounds like some of your interests to know more about, make sure to check out Xgrowth at xgrowth.com.au. That's xgrowth.com.au and chat with the APAC ABM agency. What's up, marketers, and welcome to another episode of the Growth Colony Podcast. I'm Liza from Xgrowth to tell you that each episode we bring in B2B leaders to chat about how you can achieve those everyday wins in the marketing world. Whether you're new to the B2B game, working at a leadership level, or even just showing some interest, we know you'll love the episode. So grab a drink, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. I'm Shane Hoda with Xgrowth, and today I'm talking to Aurora Sasson, Marketing Communication Lead at Oracle, about how to tell stories in B2B marketing that will have lasting impacts, and then incorporating those stories in every marketing tactic that you roll out. On that note, let's dive in. Aurora, thanks a lot for joining us. Sure. Thanks, Shaheen, and um, appreciate you having me um, today. Really excited to dive in. Absolute pleasure. Yeah, same here. Same here. And, you know, it would be it would be really good. We're talking about storytelling, obviously. And uh, and that's hard. That's hard in B2B. That's hard. Well, I guess it's not hard to do. It's hard to do it well mm. uh, in, in B2B, B2B space. I think my first question is, what do you think are the main elements to create a good B2B story? I mean, create a story in general, but create a good B2B story. Yeah, well, you're right. And I think there there is so much content out there. Some of it good, but a lot of it not so good. But I think when it comes down to it, whether it's a, a B2B story or other, good storytelling evokes emotion. So it, it delivers an impact. So what I mean by that, you know, I think with, with storytelling, you know, it's, it is core to our human evolution. So from until modern times, storytelling was really about how we handed down the most important things about humanity. <clears throat> so you've probably heard, uh, you know, as a person, a person is about, you know, five times or 20 times more likely to remember something if it involves a story. So there's actually science behind that too. So researchers have kind of looked at it and what they found is that, storytelling actually actually triggers two changes in the brain. One is neurological and the other is chemical. So when you hear straight facts, like the language processing lights up as well as your comprehension. But when you listen to a good, a good story, it increases about fivefold is what they've said. So you're using your motor cortex, emotion, visual imaging processing centers and imagining different senses and engagement. And then on the chemical side, with good storytelling, your 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 brain is releasing oxytocin. So it actually chemically connects you to what you're hearing. 
So what that boils down to is that, you know, it's spanning different parts of your brain, allowing those thoughts to sit longer in your brain and connect real memories. So that's kind of why people say like, oh, you're more likely to remember something if there's a story behind it versus just hearing facts. But um, when it when it gets down to it, you know, there's a lot of research around how if you if you use a story, you can connect more emotionally to a brand. So that's sort of the science behind that. But like, like you've said, there, there's a lot of content out there. Some of it, you know, it's easy to talk, I think, within marketing, but it's really, it can be difficult to communicate a meaningful story. So in my mind, the elements that um, you need to be able to tell a good story is, it, it's about impact. It's about focusing not just on, you know, the products, um, the services, but drilling deeper into the impact that has on humanity. So whether it's a person or broader society, it's, you know, like what impact is, is it that's being made? So, you know, if you, and it comes down to being authentic, purpose-driven, you know, if you think about brand storytelling, it really comes down to, you know, that, that deeper connection, that human connection i love it i love it and and i think there's just uh you're right there's just so much study studies that have gone into storytelling and i feel like we still get it wrong in so many different instances in the b2b Mm -hmm. space or it's just or it's just a little bit watered down or you know it is not as as provocative is not the right word but but you know you talked about being it for it being impactful or leaving an impression. It just doesn't leave an impression as much. How do you bring a story to life with some of the tactics that you implement? So, you know, what Mm -hmm. we do in B2B is webinars, events, running advertising. How do you incorporate stories into those tactics? Yeah. So it's, um, you know, whether it's uh, a customer story, a webinar, an ad, that the first and foremost thing is to make the audience the hero. And what I mean by that is like when you're when you're bringing together these ideas of what you want to do and and how you how you want the story to unfold. Of course you've got different objectives, goals, messages that you want to come in, but first and foremost, you really have to focus on that audience that you're trying to engage and really understand like what makes them tick? Like what are they what do they want to know? Why are they up at night? You know, what is it that the challenges that they're facing in their day-to-day lives? And then how do you then connect your solutions, your products to that? Um, But that's, I think, where, you know, that's the fundamental base. But storytelling can help you make those connections from those desires into into giving them, them walking away with something that they need. So I think if you take a step back and this is kind of, you know, it's, it's something I've honed over, over time is this idea of impact led storytelling. So I'll ask you a question. So um, say you have to uh, host a, host a dinner party. You're, you're hosting a dinner party for some of your best friends. You really want to impress them. I'm curious, Shaheen, like what would you make? 
Like what see, would be on the table? The tables have turned. Um, <laughs> I see. I see. Listen, Aurora, this is my show. Okay. Um, no, no, no. I asked the questions. No, no, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's a good question. Um, what would I, what would I make? So, um, it depends on the occasion. Um, mm. and it depends on the time of the day. So, uh, so if it's, uh, let's say, let's say they're over for brunch, make them a really nice quiche. Let's, uh, let's go with that situation. Plenty of veggies, uh, you know, some, uh, a good number of eggs, um, a little bit of salt and pepper, put it in the oven. You, voila, you got it. And it's, it is fast. Uh, also you're asking someone who is always thinking about how can I do this faster, right? And mm. quality comes second. But, um, that's, uh, that's, that's my answer for a, um, a morning catch up. Yeah, that's awesome. So I love a good quiche. But it's, you know, it's really when you think about that, that's more of a story you're talking about, like the making of it and how it comes together and how, you know, you're even planning around what would appeal to, um, you know, like your dinner party guests at that time of day. So that's a whole nother conversation about like when to serve the content that we could dive into. But it's like that element of bringing to life the dish with the story versus, you know, just going through and saying, ah, uh, you know, I'm going to serve eggs, <laughs> right? There's right. more of a, there's more of a story to it, which create, like, that's the value of storytelling is it's really pulling together the, the flavors, the impact of that dish versus, you know, just getting into the product bells and whistles that, that are there. So that's kind of, and that's one of the examples I use with executives as I'm trying to, you know, especially with product teams who are very much want to be able to sell those bells and whistles, but to really capture an audience from the get-go, you've got to talk about that experience and what those, you know, what is the customer going to get into, you know, get out of it. And the, the quicker you're able to make that connection, the deeper that connection is, they're going to keep going and they will absolutely, if it resonates with them, then they will click on the site. And then that's where you capture that lead. So, you know, when you think of customer storytelling, customers are always, um, you know, customer stories are kind of that gold standard that everybody's looking for, you know, whether um, it's a sales team, marketing, comms, like, there's so much gold within having that third party endorsement to say, okay, you know, like it does, it does so much great work for you. Everybody wants it, but I don't think everybody knows really how to get that. Um, you know, if you look at it, it's to me, it's, it's looking at putting the customer in the spotlight and creating a story that even they're excited to showcase. So, you know, if you're able to tell how the customer is impacting not only their business, but their customers and that broader society, that's a really strong story. Whereas if you just talk about, oh, we've got customer X and they've implemented such and such and such product and they've made, you know, it's helped to increase efficiency, that's not a strong story. I, I, I really like, you know, when, when we talked about, when you asked me about the, the meal that I would prepare. Yeah. And then you came back and, and touched on something where you, you, you said, hey, you could just say, hey, I'll, I'll prepare some eggs. Or, or you could just say, I'll prepare some, I'll prepare, prepare a quiche, right? Mm -hmm. 
and it just doesn't have that impact. And it's and it's really the the details that you put around it that creates brings brings it to life. And I feel like that's a, mm-hmm. such an important point. And in a lot of situations, B two B marketers don't do that because in a lot of situations they don't have that. They don't have the the mm-hmm. the, the meat of it uh, or the or the details of it. I remember way back in university i was taking a painting course and i know you are in in uh in in into arts and you're i'm i don't want to imply i'm anywhere close to where you you're operating in uh in the uh art space i i don't even practice but um i took this course and there were a bunch of paintings that you had to do and uh we did we did a bunch of them and there was one that i hated it 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 was just so frustrating there was a lot of detail that I had to pay attention to. There was a lot of minor things that I had to adjust to make it right. And throughout the process, I was just telling this the, this professor, the painting professor, I was like, I hate this painting. Why? I don't know why I picked it. You know, this is horrible. I don't even want to do this course. Why am I even here? And this is an in, my background is engineering, by the way. And I, I don't know why I did a painting course, but um, but I did. And I'm glad I did. By the time it finished... He, I came back and I'm like, this is the best painting I've done in this class. Mm. And he's like, and, and he was, he was, uh, he was Welsh and he, he's like, mate, the, 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 the devil is in the details. And it's, it's because of the focus of the details that this, this painting has come to life more than, it wasn't great again by any standards. It was better than the other paintings. Um, and that was just something that I took away. And, and I think it really aligns with what you're talking about is when you really support a concept with all those details, the story starts to come to life. When you when you express a pain point with a lot more detail of what the client goes through, they're like, yes, that is exactly what I go through versus, oh, are you having challenges with your digital transformation? Um what does that even mean? But uh, I, I think that's a great point that you brought up. And I think it's just, it, it, I wanted to share this because I think you, one mm-hmm. should drive this home. Um, yeah. It's a great point on that front. Um, yeah. I don't know what your thoughts are, especially yeah, with your, um, with your background in, in, in arts and painting and any, any thoughts on that front? Yeah, I think you're right. The devil is in the detail for sure. You know, I think as B2B marketers, we're so go to go, 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 right? That, you know, you've got, you're probably firing, I don't know, five to 10 campaigns at the same time or trying to execute six different events. But, you know, if you're not stepping, and I think with, so one thought with that, you're, you're, you're just so caught up with that campaign and that lead gen that we're forgetting to actually take a step back and know that behind the campaign, behind the the titles, behind the personas are people, right? And so people connect on those details, right? So it's it's being able to connect on those to, to really understand not just the person, but what motivates them. What are the, you know, those, those, those little itty bitty things that really matter to them, the challenges they're going through, you know, to a deeper level that will really help make the content flourish. So on art, for example, and I love that you brought that up because it's an area that I'm quite passionate about. Um, it really is sort of like 
you know, just I, I think when you think of even um, like using shadows and tones are so important within art, but it often gets overlooked. People try and kind of mix colors and then all of a sudden they've got this ugly brown and they're not sure why. It's because the color's overmixed, you know, and it's just different fundamentals within art that you've got to, you know, if you're, you're in there and paying attention to the right details, figuring out, taking a step back and asking why something doesn't look right or or what it's what you're actually going for can be really important. So, you know, I think across the board, whether it's, you know, marketing or art, you know, storytelling, it's being able to step back and, and assess and ask the right questions to allow you to then go in and hone those details. I love that. I love it. Okay. What are, can you give any, examples that you've done this mm-hmm. in the in the b2b marketing space i mean we talked about the art piece um yeah. the art side of things but any any thoughts on examples um in the in the in you know at oracle or you know at, in, in the b2b space yeah so i think broader um b2b industry um one of the brands i think really gets it right and was one of my favorite brands to work with is ge So I've always admired GE Reports. Um, GE was one of the first B2B brands to curate their own content and publish their own stories. And what makes it work um, is that they always focus on the human story first. So I remember this one story they did to launch a new jet engine for a plane But instead of talking about the new engine and all of its features and, you know, what it will do, the story was on a plane mechanic and his day-to-day life and what it was like to work on these massive jet engines all day. And then then they get into, um, you know, announcing the, the launch of the jet engine. GE was, um, you know, as well as a few other brands, was really the inspiration for the concept of impact-led storytelling. And at Oracle, uh, a great example of the impact of using customer storytelling effectively is how we're using our sports partnerships with Premier League, Red Bull, Sale GP, um, you know, across the board, our relationships go a lot deeper than just the logo. Um, they're all customers using our technology. And so leveraging these customer stories and how the teams are using our technology to make quicker, better informed decisions has really helped us to showcase the power and value Oracle can provide. Um, You know, we've recently built out an experience center at our Sydney office where we're bringing customers in and getting them on the racing simulators and then and then showing them on screens how the teams are using our technology and data and how it's helping them, you know, better manage, um, better manage their data and make better decisions day to day. And What's fascinating is as a result, customers are starting to open up 
about their own challenges and their businesses. And it's leading to deeper, more strategic business conversations that we wouldn't typically be having um, at, at that point, you know, in, in the relationship. So there's a lot of value there. And um, it's kind of a, it's a real fun way that we're using storytelling to really bring to life what's possible and what that, how the, how the customers can benefit. That is such a great example. And uh, in incorporating, again, making the, the, the customer, the hero and really incorporating that across the board in the um in the in the tactics that are being implemented last question that i want to ask is what about when marketers you you know you talked about it like you have to run campaigns after campaigns campaigns at the same time at other campaigns and you have to hit mql numbers sometimes creativity and storytelling is thrown out the door because hey man i gotta hit my numbers and my boss is gonna be on my back if I don't run this next webinar and get a bunch of leads from that, or I don't do that roundtable and so on and so forth. What is what what do you say in that situation? What are your thoughts um, when something like that happens, especially, especially now? Yeah, it's really true. I think, you know, there is so much pressure to do more with less. There's more pressure both on internal marketing departments as well as with agencies, right? We think agency world, it's always what are you doing for me? You know, what are you doing for me lately? On to the next, on to the next, that you just get so caught up in, in um, the next thing. Um, but it's, I think it's really, really, really important. Don't lose the plot. Mm. Make sure you are stepping back and looking at the whole picture. And I think it's marketing has never had more of a stronger seat at the table. So, and we saw this kind of even more so through kind of COVID, like marketing and comms were, you know, increasingly invited to leadership meetings, whereas maybe they might not have had such a strong seat at the table. And it's not just COVID. I think it's really the, the fact that we have access to so much more data when it comes to to marketing and comms and you can you can measure engagement so much more but it, it is important that you really you know you'll get all that data all that data is coming through all those insights are coming through but if you don't step back and look at okay gee we ran this campaign where was it successful where was it not and use that information for you know future campaigns it just gets lost and you're just going to spend money for the sake of spending money, which is exactly what, you know, executives and like the CEO or even the CFO doesn't want to do. So it's really important to step back, look at it, ask why. And then once you ask why, ask why three more times so that you can really understand what it is that you're trying to do and make an impact. Do you want to be a part of something great and receive greatness in return? Well, with the help of Media Collateral, Xgrowth is creating the state of account-based marketing in APAC report for 2023. Be a part of this industry study and get the opportunity to win a free consultation with Xgrowth's ABM experts on how you can optimize your ABM strategy. And all it takes is filling out the survey located in the pod description. 
Want to hear about more greatness? Well, by filling out the survey, you'll get immediate access to download our ABM Essentials Pack and get an exclusive pre-release copy of the report. So what are you waiting for? Click the survey link to get started. All right, I want to jump into some rapid fire questions, Aurora. You ready for it? Yeah, shoot. Let's do it. Let's do it. So the first question is, what is one resource, book, blog, podcast, whatever it is, that has had a profound impact on the way you work or live? Oh, that's a hard one. I love to read. I feel like I'm I'm constantly seeking out new information. But if I had to, I'd probably go back to Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Yep. Yep. That's a good book. That's massive. That's like um, probably one of my core foundational sources for, for both personal and professional. Um, otherwise, anything like Malcolm Gladwell, um, Love Hidden Brain podcast, um, just things to like really stretch my mind. Awesome. All right. Question number two. If you could only give one advice to B2B marketers, what would it be? <sighs> Don't lose the plot. Don't lose the plot. I love it. Question number three, who are some of the, and you kind of answered this to some degree, but who are some of the influencers or, or kind of thought leaders in, in your space that you follow? Well, of course, there's, you know, like um, Seth Godin and Hadley, Brian Solis's of the world. But I think there's also some really great influencers more locally, you know, ones that I'm kind of like I, I'm always constantly following would be like Mel Hopkins. I think she's absolutely phenomenal in how she brings kind of that authenticity to her prof- like in her profession. And she's such a leader for um, marketers in Australia, along with like um, Taryn Williams. She's, I think she's constantly pushing the boundaries and how we think of B2B marketing specifically. Or like uh, Paul McIntyre, Probably another one that's more kind of like broader leadership for me would be Kristen Ferguson. Um, I just picked up her book recently, Head and Heart. It's about kind of modern leadership and, and balancing, uh, like how do you keep that balance and and show up? So that's a that's a new one on my radar. Great names, great names. Thank you very much for that. A lot to a lot to Google here. <laughs> All right, last question. What is something? that excites you about B2B today? Mm, I think uh, a couple of things. One, just going back to it, is just that the seat that marketers have at the table in leadership. I think that door is cracking wide open and it has to do with, like I said, a lot of the data at our fingertips. And then of course, I think top of mind for a lot of people is AI and how that comes to life. You know, there's so much hesitation around, oh, is it, uh, you know, you've got the ethics conversation and, and skilled work conversation. Will robots take my job? But I think, like, there's a lot of noise, you know, and people in general hate change. Yep, um, you know, like, we're, we constantly want that consistency. But I think, you know, there is a lot of opportunity that comes with AI. Very true. Very true. I'm so excited to see like where that goes. Yes, I'm definitely in the same boat with you, <laughs> and 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 following that uh, that train very closely. 
Aurora, this has been an amazing conversation. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was just so much insight that you shared. Um, and thank you so much for your time. Yeah, likewise, Shaheen. Always, always good to have a chat. Today's episode of Growth Colony was produced by Alexander Hipwell and Liza Maywald. It was edited by Dave Semedo with additional editing by Liza Maywald and music arrangement by Alexander and Liza. Special thanks to Tina Wabe. We couldn't make the show without you. Growth Colony is hosted by Shaheen Hoda, Director of Growth at Xgrowth. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe and give us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Do you think you'd be a great guest or just keen for a chat? Send through an email at podcast at xgrowth.com.au. That's podcast at xgrowth.com.au. That's all for now. We'll catch you next week right here on Growth Colony.